Welcome to the second podcast for The D20. This is Chris. Corky. Cisco. Corey. And uh, after a few technical difficulties, we've gotten ourselves started again. So hopefully everything will run smooth from this point on. Uh, I think it's time for the die roll. And once again, we were unprepared because I closed <laughs> the site. So That's okay. We'll talk about the site. Everybody should go visit the site. Unless you found this on the site, in which case, um, you already refresh. know where you are. <laughs> refresh the page, see if we've posted anything. Yeah, I keep changing the wording on things, so it changes all the time. Yeah, that's great. You haven't changed the spelling on the description of me. Oh, wait, did I make a spelling error? Uh, R, you have or. Oh, I'll fix that. That's okay. For you, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. All right. Or more than an hour. So, anyway. for everyone's information, the website is thed20.net. Go see what cool stuff we have. Look at Corky's artwork. Read Corey's it's writing. Minimal right now, but I do promise there's more to come. Especially if we roll uh, an eight. At some point, we'll get into a <laughs> 16 on, bit and start doing stuff outside of the grayscale. That's right. I do have a little bit of color work out there. Yes, I do. But right. most of it's a uh, fairly large scale, you know, three feet by four feet. Which is larger than you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like to work footage. inside my work, you know. <laughs> Alright, we ready All right. for the roll? Ready for the roll? Just read off the number. <laughs> eleven! <laughs> Did you roll eleven again? What was it the first time? You don't want to know. Come on, know. you cheated. What was the first you roll? You cheated. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. There are certain topics that are better for when we have um, More of a others group. who are higher caliber of intelligence than we are. Right. Are you re-rolling? Are not. you vetoing my role? The 11's books, which is what we've already done. Yes. We already oh. determined that we weren't going to do over. That's true. Okay. We are okay with that. Seven? Seven. Seven. Happy trees? The 80s. Oh, the 80s. 80s. Oh, God. Wow. Well, where do you start with the 80s exactly? Well, I believe it would be... 1980? 80. <laughs> yeah, we're, this isn't VH1. We're not going to go year by year. I mean, first off, we were all born before the 80s, so that's a good sign. Everyone here tonight, yes. You you just squeezed in, didn't you, Cisco? Wow. Hey. I, I didn't say squeezed years. into Cisco. <laughs> Got a few years. Yeah. I was born in 77. 77. That year Star Wars Same year as Star Wars. Same year. Uh, okay, but we yeah. can't really push too much on that. So, so yeah. do we want to start with everyone gives a fond memory of the 80s? Someone wants to give a outfit atrocity from the 80s? <laughs> oh, oh, I'll go with outfit atrocity of the 80s for 400, please. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I rocked the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Didn't you just say this is VH1? <laughs> Let's see, that would be LA Gears with three different laces in them. Lace, sparkly, and plain. Two or three pairs of socks. Spandex leggings. New Kids on the Block t-shirt with the little twisty thing that you threaded it through to make it, you know, do that cool scrunchy thing around you. Bomber jacket. Big old giant peace sign hoop earrings. And the hat. And the bad perm. Don't forget, my mom gave me a bad perm in like 87 or 88 that took like Please two don't years forget. to grow out. Like, we were there. Uh, I'm sorry, but I had a bad perm in the 80s. See, Just I was briefly, not the only person with a bad perm in the 80s. The last, my last year of high school, um, which is not necessarily like my last year of, of school, but just like 
right before I got kicked out. Um, last year of high school? Yeah. And not the 80s. No. I, excuse me. Oh, that's right. You 89. are older than me. I'm older than you people. You're old. Um, but I was still only yeah. 17 months. I was supposed to graduate. Um, I had gotten into this discussion with uh, a friend of mine who, like me at the time, had long hair. And uh, had, like, band long hair because he was in a band. And I want to be in a band and have cool long hair, too. And so we talked about different possibilities of like what to do with it and everything and he said to get a perm but he said specifically get a gray perm which is I guess was a specific kind of the rollers and things like that and it's a little more relaxed a gray perm? gray perm is it kind of like white steak? yeah well it would have looked like that all teased out and very Kip Winter is what I wanted looking like eventually which is not something I'm proud of but (laughs) you know you're proud of it at the time I was hell Kip Winter was he got played um, yeah, she was only 17. And her name's Mala. I know too many Kip Winger songs. Point being is that um, wow. I went to my grandmother, who had done beautician oh, no, work. Yeah, never, never go to your parents for, for any kind of haircuts. But I went hey, to my grandmother. I've my hair for a long time. We know what you look like. Your mom's hot, you're not. That's it. So. <laughs> my grandmother oh. said, Oh, I can give you a perm. And I'm like, Great, because I have no money. I can't actually go get one done. Um, my grandmother gives me what equates to a Weird Al Jerry Curl? hairstyle. Hey. I No, like, that was what I looked like. <clears throat> I looked like Weird Al. My hair was, have, like, was very Phoebe-esque. Um, Sogol? It was pretty close to that. I went to school. Now, I had naturally curly hair in, like, the back, and my, my bangs were just, like, kind of straight, a little bit away from and everything. But, like, there were a lot of, of girls that I knew that kind of liked to play with my little ringlets. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you didn't get that till Jack in the Box. No, no, I, I could have gotten play in high school. I just no, I didn't. thought the ringlet you didn't get till yeah, Jack in the Box. Um, but the point is, is that the day after I got the perm, and I tried to get rid of it. I tried to do anything I could. I, like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, what the hell? Um, You're but supposed I to, to take a shower right afterwards. Get rid of it. I I'm did. Legally blonde? Didn't, huh? didn't work. It stayed. It stayed forever. Oh. But I went to school the next day, and uh, my friend Julie Matta uh, saw me. She took one look at me, and she said, I think I'm going to cry. And I said, that's okay. I cried, too. And we both just cried about my hair for the rest of the day. It was horrible. Just, just the worst thing that could ever happen to a teenage boy pretty close to the end of his high school year. Still formative years. So, like, this is the way people are going to remember me years. Yeah. Yearbook pictures. So I think my... I didn't take See, you're pictures. lucky you didn't go to high school with me, because you so would have ended up like an 8 by 10 full page at the back of the yearbook. There are pictures of me <laughs> with that haircut on MySpace that my friend Vicky, who's one of the only people that I know from high school, let alone has turned back up in my life, um, put online. The URL like, for that is... Uh, Bite me. It's somewhere in the comments on my MySpace, and my MySpace name is Captain Temerity, like everything else, CaptainTemerity.com, whatever. So, yeah, you can see it. Um, My prom pictures were not for my prom, so I look much better there. My hair relaxed and had been cut and styled to a much better functioning way. But, yeah, that hairstyle was really bad. (laughs) So, let's see. My, My worst one that I can remember... God knows I have a terrible memory, so there's probably quite a few more in there. Yeah, which is why I couldn't believe you were picking stuff about the 80s. It's like, 
Well, How we much of the 80s do any of us really remember? Yeah, I remember some of the 80s. So, Vans, which in and of themselves weren't bad. Not at all. No socks. I'm though. wearing Vans now. Vans, no socks. Oh. Parachute Ooh, pants. Miami Don't Vice. remember what parachute pants <laughs> with a billion zippers yes. on it. Yes. I had parachute awesome. pants and a parachute jacket. Don't. Sleeveless shirt. That was slit all the way down yeah. to almost the waist, so it was just a big open. I wanted to say gash, but God, I'll never get past that. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it a, a T-shirt that you just cut down like that? No, or was it one bought, you bought, it, like bought that? it that way. Because my friends and everybody, they used to cut them. No, and way. had it was like a gray like a shirt that had those like fancy color splashes across it. <laughs> oh god. Was it hypercolor? Because that would be awesome. No, it was not no, hypercolor. I had hypercolor shorts that I wore to my eighth grade graduation. That's great. That would be great me. for a guy with ball sweat. That would be awesome. No, I, I had like the little heart a little green down there. Yeah. No, I, I had the little heart indent from where they made me sit and I crossed <laughs> my legs and so it made like a full heart on the bottom of my butt and then they made me stand up and like walk in, in front of like five other people and they were like your heart has a big pink heart. Your butt has a big pink heart on it. Your heart has a big butt on it. Heart on? Heart on. Yeah. Well. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yes. Hypercolor. Admit it. And Corky My mom has been still drinking has milk, the so he looks exactly the same now as he did in the 80s. And still my first glass. <laughs> um, yeah. I just remember probably up until I was like 13, my grandmother cutting my hair for me. Uh, just like your grandmother, uh, beauty school, whole nine yards, um, as well as my grandmother, being being in that awkward stage where, you know, kind of going into, uh, you know, orthodontics and having much, uh, you know, work done on my mouth, and then finding out that I needed glasses, um, you know, so going through like junior high and having braces and glasses at the same time just wasn't very pleasant. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like I, I was the smallest kid, junior high, high school, and I got picked on a lot. So a lot of it I just kind of blocked out. So, um, But I do remember parachute pants. They were very cool. Uh, every Tuesday, three, uh, two of my other friends, we would actually, uh, every Tuesday, we would wear a, uh, a red pinstripe shirt with jeans to school. And it was the three of us. Because? Just... It was it was one of those things. The we, we just started we just started doing it. <laughs> that and was it, their click. The first the first couple of times it, it literally headers. happened by accident, um, and then it just <clears> kind of <throat> became like this thing. There was like four or five of us towards the end of it that were doing it. You were the Heather's. Yeah, exactly. And then every Thursday we wore blue pinstripe shirts. I I don't know why we did it. It was just because your mom shopped at Kmart and their mom shopped at Kmart and you all got the same clothes. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, have to say, I, I never went shopping at, at the other places all the other cool kids went um, I don't know because I just I never really liked you know walking in someplace and then finding somebody else wearing the exact same thing that I was I mean parachute pants that was one thing because everybody had them um, you know same shoes but I mean if you saw somebody wearing the exact same shirt you know with the same print on the back or whatever I mean, it was over. I mean, it was, you know, you're meeting behind the school at 3 o'clock, and, you know, and that was it. Somebody's shirt's coming off. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Not that kind of meet behind the school at 3 o'clock. No, that would be the bleachers. Hey, buddy, I'm the only one who gets to wear the Who's Farted t-shirt. <laughs> not you. 
I think the only other thing I remember is I think you've seen the photo. It's still floating around somewhere. Which means that's going to the website. Yeah. Universal, uh, me, Universal Studios with my parents sometime in the 80s, and there's a picture of me on the E.T. bicycle. <laughs> Sweet! Wearing the white and blue striped shirt that almost looks like Schroeder should be wearing it from the Peanuts. Wearing my headgear on the bike with the moon in the background. Oh. I still can't believe your parents well, made you wear your headgear to Universal Studios. Are you serious? You had headgear on? That's Actually, awesome. I think no, that I kept my headgear on most of the time because I was so drilled into my head that I had to keep the headgear on if my teeth were ever going to get fixed. Dude, I wouldn't even wear my retainer after my braces are off. It was like, this thing bothers me and I just tossed it in the dishwasher and made sure it never made it out. I think my favorite, though, 80s outfit for you <clears throat> was probably is like, you know, 81. It's pretty early on. It's a picture that your mom has where you literally are like the spitting image of the JCPenney catalog kid. You have the brown corduroy bell-bottom pants, the sure. button-up shirt with the, the butterfly collar, and the penny loafers with the pennies in them. I'm sorry to tell you, but the that's the 70s. Vest. That's the 70s. It was no. the 70s. Yes, that's, it was. No. That's gotta you got to go by his age. Okay, maybe. Seventies. You're right. All right. There's, Strike there's that. a real weird gray period of, of for us especially. The first few years of the 80s were definitely still big color time period. There's no, yeah. there's no question there. And that was the thing, too, is that I remember going through specific phases in the 80s. Um, as much as I changed my personality, especially going from uh, Donald to Corey, there was, there was still just like... The outfits and stuff. There was that brief period of time wearing parachute pants, which I don't think I wore the pants hardly at all, but they matched the jacket. Um, I wore the jacket more. Um, I wore... Do you have a denim jacket? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Dude, we'll we'll talk about jackets and stuff, but in junior high... I have the jacket, too. I had velour sweaters that I wore a lot because I was thick, Um, and I felt that they hid my thickness, but they didn't at all. They just made me look thicker. Um, you mean your girth, right? Yeah, I was round. I'm a rotund noodle. I uh, you were still blowing the pant crotch out of your pants back then too. No, no, no. He was just tearing up his underwear. My crotch got no blowage uh, at that point in time. Um, there was the parachutes. Then it went into. I remember going to a party in high school. Um, no thanks. I still got the coat. Where I went to the party. Dressed pretty much in a Don Johnson-esque Miami Vice era. I have a picture with that app. Oh, eighth, God, yeah. Eighth grade graduation, right? Yep. White pants. You and Jerry? Uh, I think a uh, white a blazer shirt. with the sleeves kind of rolled up. Blue shirt? Pink Blue shirt. shirt. Got that um, Deck shoes, white deck shoes with uh, no socks. No socks. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a party full of stoner people, long hair, camo jackets, jeans, like... What the hell is this guy doing here? That's the party where they dropped the uh, Taco Bell on you. The actual bell from the Taco Bell. The actual bell. We went to steal so, the bell from Taco Bell. We have to be careful, though. We're not giving out too many of our story time uh, stories in the 80s. But... I'm nothing but stories. I know. But, that, yeah, that, 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 but that's kind of like... That's where I was that day. And then a little while after that, I started growing up my hair and going more towards the burnout look. Although I was never... A stoner. I never got high in high school. I had plenty of people who tried to get me high. Your own brother? <laughs> that was way past high school. Um, 
But just like the look that I chose was kind of like when I started growing out my hair, the stoners kind of like tried to take me out of their wing a little bit, although I had the preps kind of trying to pull me in their direction too. So I was half stoner, half guy who shopped at Chess King, you know? And I popular. would I would walk through the halls. Seriously, my regular daily outfit was almost always some ripped up old jeans with a pink tuxedo shirt. Wow. Yeah. I paid money for one. those pictures. And you know what? It was actually a really winning look for me. I I think for the time period it probably was, yeah. So do we want to branch out our favorite uh, movie of the 80s? Everyone got their pick, favorite band, favorite song. I mean, how do we want to do the 80s? Well, I mean, movies is a good place to start. Favorite even year it kills the 80s? Because those are categories too. Favorite year? Mine, you know, hands down, 1984 is the best year out of the 80s. Now, why is that? Is it just because of the Van Halen album? Uh, no, if you actually look at the movies and the things that happened in 1984, best year ever. 1984 was a good year. And it, it was a real quality year. But isn't that when... Was that Kelly's Comet year? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, the astronomer's not here tonight, is he? No, I don't know how, <laughs> how it's astronomy. Well, the geology but what are the things that you're talking about, like in '84, that really stood uh, out? There were definitely, I believe, Breakfast Club is 1984. I think so. Or maybe 83. is it '83? I think it's '83. Hmm. See, we're yeah. gonna go back and forth. We need IMDb everything. Yeah, <sighs> I just I, hate it. I, 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 I just guarantee like, when I watched <laughs> VH1's "We Are These," 1984 had all the cool stuff in it. I remember it. So, <laughs> I just don't remember the exact details. For See, me, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm I'm not an early '80s person because I was six, seven years old in '84. So I was talking to Erin today, and she was talking about uh, they were doing a an imitation of Louis Anderson on Family Feud, and she's like, "I used to watch the Louis Anderson cartoon," and I'm like, "The Little Louis cartoon? What kind of crap cartoons did you watch when you were a kid?" She's like, "Well, I watched He Man and I watched Shira," and I'm like. He-Man was kind of crap. She at least had the female factor going on, but because He-Man was a total sausage fest, I think Tila was even packing. But she's like, she watched the New Kids on the Block cartoon, which oh, I made fun of. Oh, all about the New Kids on the Block Because I watched cartoon. the New Kids on the Block cartoon, and I told you this, I watched Thinking it one time. No, I watched no, it back ago. then, just to see it, just to know, because I felt the hate. Um, but I will say, when New Kids on the Block first came out, and this goes back to fashion, I watched the video and I had no interest in the music, had no interest in the band. Being a Debbie Gibson person, loved Debbie Gibson, had no interest and in Tiffany. New Kids on the Block. No, I didn't like Tiffany at all. No? No. How can you love Debbie Gibson and not love Tiffany? Because it was Debbie, Gibson Debbie Gibson had talent, Tiffany had nothing. She mall was pretty, tour! Yeah, I don't like the mall. Anyway, watching the first New Kids on the Block video, Donnie Wahlberg running around with that hat. Is Joey? No, it was Donnie had the hat because I like Donnie. Which video? It was the first one. It, is I don't it remember. On your top it was... five list? I mean, what are you talking? No, about? I just thought he looked like he didn't really fit in with the rest of the band. He looked kind of like he was. One of he these was less kids of the... is doing their own thing. <laughs> one of these kids. Well, that's a Sesame Street reference. Do you yeah. remember that? Yes, <laughs> I, just... I love Sesame Street. You know this. 80s category should not be like pick on Cisco. It's not pick on Cisco, but you like crap. Hmm? We, we all like crap. I mean, in the 80s, I was all about Striper. 
And I think ah. I even said that last week. Striper. Everybody's got... Okay, here's the new 80s thing. Most bizarre, like, secret band... Like, what band now would you be like, oh, good God. But, you know, in the 80s you were like, yes! I don't know. I mean... Wow, could that have I mean, been as far as, <laughs> as far as, like, you know, memories or whatever, I mean, 84, I mean, like you, Chris, that... It was it was a very happy year for me, but it was also a very sad year. I mean, '84, the Tigers won World Series. Yep, I watched that series. That's the only time I ever watched um, baseball. You know, and and I was I was really happy about it. You know, my my uh, uncle he used he used to go, and uh, he had season tickets to the Tigers uh, in the '80s, and we used to go all the time. Um, so I mean, you know, being from Detroit and. You know, kind of taking, you know, pride, you know, just like, you know, anybody from being anywhere. I mean, you know, you take pride in your sports team, you take pride in what your what your state or your town does or whatever. Um, you know, born and raised in Detroit, you know, or I should say outside of Detroit. But, you know, if I were to say where I'm actually from, you go, where? And you're going to try and find out a map. But if I say Detroit, it, it gets the job done, point illustrated. Um, but it was very sad for me, too, because I lost my grandfather that same year and you know he he didn't get to see the Tigers win it you know and it was it was a very sad year for me in that, in that respect and um, you know be it, there was other great things about the 80s you know you had you know not only Empire Strikes Back but you had you know Jedi was released um, <coughs> you know but I mean Jedi's 83 but I mean it was it, it was beautiful because you know I got to go see all three of these films, these blockbuster films, and basically something that we kind of compare things to even now, um, especially the prequels. <laughs> so he here, pulled up I, I pulled up nineteen eighty four on Wikipedia because well, we have the internet. <laughs> so we have Apple Macintosh on sale. Oh yeah, because that came out in eighty four. They had the commercial. Michael Jackson but... lights his head on fire in a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Let's see. I'm not going to make any of the requisite Michael Jackson on fire jokes because we've all heard them since the 80s. You know, but I mean, I got to go see all, all three of these films with my father. You know, and I remember staying in line for all three of these films. You know, even like, you know, 77 when, you know, episode four was released, you know, being four years old. I remember standing in line with my dad and sitting on his lap during the film because I couldn't see. And when they re-released them into the theaters, you know, I, I treated my dad to go see these films again because it was such a beautiful experience and it set a benchmark for me personally for what I expect out of, you know, an epic tale. And which suits me just fine because what I do for a living is I, I create that experience in your home. Um, I won't pitch where I work because I don't think that's right. Um, but anybody who's looking for an AV experience, please feel free to contact me at my uh, email address on the d20.net, um, and we can talk more you just there. Pimped yourself. Wow. Hey. Just, hey, oh I tell people stay away from me. Hey, if I can go ahead and generate a little business, and it's somebody that they know that they can trust, and it's it's because of what they hear today, not because they came into a store and was impressed with the way that I said something, the way that I dressed. 
even though my daughter dresses me. Um, Which I think is awesome. It is awesome. Dresses. My daughter's six years old and she knows how to tie a tie. And she can reach on you. Wow. I got some you can so, reach. So, <laughs> other tidbits before we pick on hey, the hey, hey, too much? Hey, we, we just entered in with, I got some you can reach, and then you said tidbits after that. I don't like the way that <laughs> You went there, I didn't. Nobody does. Space Shuttle Discovery. Maiden launch, first woman to make a spacewalk was that year. First MT, MTV Video Music Awards. Okay. Nineteen eighty four. Is that the one with Madonna rolling around on the ground for more like than a likely? Budget? I would say yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> for those of you who had MTV, I like I said last time I had MTV. I watched it when it premiered. I watched the countdown to MTV starting. I had. All the cable channels and stuff like that growing up, so... Ghostbusters, Gremlins... Ghostbusters! Uh, Splash, Footloose, Purple Rain, Rebellion Stone, Police Academy... Oh my god! Karate Kid... I can't tell you how many of those movies I saw in the theater. Those are the top grossing films. Let's see... uh, Ghostbusters... Gremlins? Did I already say Gremlins? Yes. Oh, sweet. When Ghostbusters, before it came out, they had posters up around town in Detroit... Four Ghostbusters. It was the Ghostbuster logo, and it's a coming soon to save the world. And they had them up everywhere. Nobody knew what they actually were for. Yep. And my mom actually grabbed me one of those posters, and I wish to God I still had it because it was just awesome to have it. But you had no idea what it was. That was the first. Like, there's there's sort of underground campaigns for things now. Like, there's viral campaigns and stuff that they do online. Um, but back then, it was like it took a lot of work to make a viral campaign happen. And Ghostbusters was the first one that I ever experienced where it was like. I don't know what this is, but I'm dying to know now. And it, it that movie could have been <laughs> I, I anything that. when it came yeah. out. Hey, 1984, I actually still went to the movies. Oh, yeah. Honestly, because you know, now I don't go because I have kids, but you guys should go when it was fun and it was not expensive. And you could 84, actually. used to go to drive ins. Yes. I've never been to a drive in. Oh. Which is weird because California, the weather out here. Seems like it would be perfect for Saw having a Clash of the Titans yeah, in, the, the, in, in the drive-in, and that was an awesome film to see there. Wow. The real estate in California has always been worth more to the grape growers True. than it is um, to the people who want to have a big empty lot with a big screen in the middle but, of it. But, I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, what we liked and, you know, kind of like music. You know, I mean, Huey Lewis was really big. I was just trying to get sports. some Huey Lewis music. I think I just so, downloaded sports, actually. So, I mean, I mean, I still, I think I still have that on, on cassette. If I, I definitely if I, have it on DVD. If I, I, mean, if I, I CD. went through like the seventy cassettes that I still own, um, but I mean, I was, I was, and still am a huge Hall and Oates fan. Uh, I remember driving around back in Michigan with Hall and Oates playing in my car. Like, they were just here a few weeks ago. Sucks. I had a friend at work that went and saw them. You know, but I mean, even even now, I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and throw that on on the way to you know work and. You know, it, it always brings me back to that time, you know, when things were simpler for me. And it was just like, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're going to go grab the soccer ball. We're going to go down to the field, you know, or, hey, you know, Adam's making homemade explosives in his backyard. Let's go see what he's going to blow up. I mean, it was... It's I didn't get to that until the early 90s. Yeah. Blowing things but up. Actually, you know, late 80s, I guess. We, we actually had, there was like six, seven houses on our block that, you know, we all hung out together. Because my one neighbor had had the corner house. My my house was the one after that. My best friend Chris had the one next to me. And we were actually the only three houses 
that I even knew of that had an open yard. So we literally had a football field between three houses. That's so cool. We actually played like football <laughs> because we actually had the biggest yard. So, I mean, you know, my house was the Kool Aid house on the block. Everybody came to my house. Um, Your house was the Kool Aid house. Yeah. If the, my house had been the Kool Aid house, not, they would have thought it was the. You know. No, your house was the cool in the gang house. <laughs> Shut up! That was in the eighties. Was that? No, that might have been the eighties. <laughs> you know, but it probably it, was the eighties. That, that's what I liked about it was the fact that you know my house was the house that people went to to hang out, and you know, sure, yeah, because it was the yard, and later on it was because my parents put a pool in it. But um, you know, it was just like I had a lot of friends. You, and you were lucky back then. Me, I. You remember I you lived have to out. Remember, you have to start with you and I both lived in the boondocks where there was like no one around. I mean, I didn't three have three acres to your nearest neighbor. Yeah, go to a friend's house. Well, I'll see if my mom can drive me because see, you couldn't get there otherwise. <laughs> Mine was here. Let me put on my quads or grab my bike or grab my skates, and I'll be there in two hours when I ride the six miles. Yeah. See, I remember even back as far as like fifth grade riding my bike to school um, I started riding to, my bike to school I walked grade. to school yeah we, we had a bus and stuff but it was like my mom kind of got me in that mode of when I when I stopped going to uh, nursery school not necessarily nursery school but when I transferred from the place where I went to school up until then um, up until fourth grade and then I switched over in fifth grade to Catholic school it was suddenly like you can ride your bike to school I'm like that seems crazy to me that's the whole other side of town. I don't even know where that is. And then it was like, no, there's a comic book shop on the way. I'm riding my bike. <laughs> but. So, what? Go ahead and finish. Then no, I'll... that. go ahead. Other movies of interest. Bachelor Party. By far, yes. Tom Hanks. One of his best movies ever. I mean, you can put it up there with Big, but I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about just strictly 80s or Tom Hanks period? Tom Hanks period as far as I'm concerned. Because you know what? I don't like Tom Hanks in serious roles. I he's think outside honestly, the comedic thing, the, the best film, hands so down. Joe he's going to say Money Pit. No. no. Best film, just hands down, just as far as the experience that he brings to you, Philadelphia. Nah, I've never actually I seen it. I like Philadelphia. That was I, mean, I mean, a lot of it is for the fact that you know I went and saw it with Brian, and I think I'm kind of biased on it because I, I went and saw it with Brian, and it was. Shortly, shortly after that, he confided in me that oh. he was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was the first person he told. I mean, outside of probably practicing the speech in, in the mirror to himself um, to kind of get up the courage to you know tell his parents. But you know, we we actually sat through two showings of it in a row because we, we were just both that moved by it, and it was it was that convincing. And because of the that was the bottom of the pop filled up is actually still the eighties, I believe. Or very close to it, maybe uh, nineteen ninety. I think that was like ninety three. Yeah, it no. has to be later than that because it would have been after I met you. I saw Philadelphia with I graduated high school. Gnome girl who I wasn't dating you, outside of ninety one. You can call her Scarlet. I graduated mm-hmm. ninety one. I met Brian in maybe ninety two, maybe ninety three. It has to be yeah because. If Brian and came out to you, don't that make was, me look it up. That was past me being there. You know you're gonna. And I didn't meet you until. No, because I have a good spot in the nineties, ninety four. Yeah. Okay. So you met me before I went into CCS. Yeah. The last Starfighter. Yes. 
Wow. The last. Which I own Star on DVD. Fire. That is I mean, awesome. just one of those. Man, I what did Clash look. of the Titans fall on that list? Okay, the girl from The Last Starfighter. It's not in that year. Is the same it's girl from. It's actually early 80s. Yeah, that's got to be earlier. The girl from The Last Starfighter is the same girl from Night of the Comet. Which is also that year. Which was, yeah, like I said, 84. Halo's Comet. Yeah. Which was an excellent movie. Danny Mason Keenan. Yep. It's Rock actually on. on DVD now. It I came out totally like last that. year. Also that year, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. The first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. I had a dream about Nightmare on Elm Street um, after I first saw it, right before the second one came out. In the, or like probably about the time that the second one came out. And then somebody made a comic about it, right? No. Shut up. <laughs> I had a dream about the second movie. I had a dream about being on a school bus and a lot of the stuff that happened in the second movie happened to me in this dream. I had never seen the second movie. I had just seen the first one. And some guy said to me, hey, you're talking about the, the new Freddy movie. I'm like, no, I didn't know there was a new Freddy movie. I had so many dreams about Freddy Krueger. Like, that guy just haunted me in the 80s. Okay. Yeah, I totally dug it. I'll read through the next few quickly, and we can talk at that point. But, I mean, this is why 84 was one of the better years. So, we had the Police Academy, which the first one was good. Which I saw in the theater. Pur- Purple Rain, so which that is I think is a good movie, but that's me. Repo Man. Yes! Wow. Which is a really Don awesome Dragon movie. Don Dragon Wilson. Revenge of the Nerds. Which I saw in the theater. Yep. Remains in the Stone, which I actually kind of saw, liked, saw the in the theater. 16 yeah. Candles. Yeah! Love 16 Splash. Candles. Splash. Eh, Starman I like so much. Uh, Supergirl. I, I like the Starman TV series, actually. Is that a Star Trek? Supergirl. It was a Star Trek, but it was one Search of the odd ones, so it doesn't really count. Um, the Terminator, <laughs> and this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, and it's funny because I made I made a reference to that last week. Spinal Tap. When we rolled an eleven, I said this one goes to eleven. Oh yes, yes. Because we don't make the same comments over and over again at all. No, um, Purple Rain. To me, it is like this. It's only golden showers. Timeless because of the music. It, okay. it, it is only what it is because of that album. And that album, really for me, I think probably like Kevin Smith, is more about Morris Day than it is about Friends. Or, or at the very least, it's more about the revolution than it is about Friends. Because that album was the, the epitome album. That album is the album that they still play today in any roller skating rink you go to. I guarantee you, if you go to a roller skating rink, they're going to play music from the Purple Rain album. You're going to hear that stuff. You're going to hear When Doves Cry. You're going to hear Morris, ba- Morris Day in the Time. You're, it's going to happen. And I don't understand what it is about that album that's so timeless, but that is a really, really fantastic album. I have to argue, though, that you also, every time you go to the roller skating rink, hear the locomotion. So that kind the of counters your argument. The, the Kylie Minogue? Come on, come on. Do the yeah, that makes sense. We got... For music, since you've now transitioned us to music, we have Bon Jovi's album came out. Yep. Which one? Slippery One Wet? No, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. in 84, that's true. Well, that was the same Young Guns, right? Laura Branigan's With oh, Self Control on there, which is the only song that I can ever think of <laughs> by her. Um, Heartbeat City by The Cars. Oh, the Cars. Which is an awesome album. I wow. just bought their greatest hits, and Aaron took that it Pat to me Benatar? to play at work. Um, Pat Benatar is so yes. 80s. And I, I say this now 
and I'm going to get flack for it, but I think musically, if you had to reference it, Kelly Clarkson owes more to Pat Benatar than any other musician. Have we got Echo and the Bunnymen? Ooh. Okay, now we're all just reading. We're all just looking over. We're reading on the pod. That's why I was reading, letting you guys talk. Yeah, right? no, you guys are all focused over there. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm sitting here talking about myself. No, I'm, I'm looking for something that I love. Yeah, I'm looking for something I love too, but that's because we're reading over. Under, Big Bamboo, what are you, what are you looking for? Album. I don't know. Hollow Notes, Big Bamboo. See, I think it's just it's better to just name the names of the people and think about what they did in the 80s, but if it, especially if it's their introductory album or something that... See, the thing that I remember, stands out for me... And especially later 80s is that that was really when I branched out into like listening to my own music and like starting to figure out my own stuff but that's probably an age yeah. thing too. stopped quoting like Steve Miller yeah. band lyrics and Arlo Guthrie to people and started actually listening to musicians but, who were still like but most of us started performing. out listening to the same music <laughs> as our parents and kind of had to to work in our own style of music after that and and a lot of that comes from from the high school aspect of no, I was in high school. But you were in school. Yeah. You weren't in a vacuum. Well, I, was, I mean, where you lived, you kind of were. I was in elementary <laughs> school in the boondocks, sweetie. And also that, that sort of breakaway in the The kids that age. I hung out with were named Honey Graham and Cotton Tree and Ooh, Christian Church. Honey and Yeah, why does that... That sounds great, and I'm probably She's guessing hot. it wasn't. Is oh, she? she was actually hot. Oh, okay. Bring her over. she was. But no, I, I grew up with, you know, the moon Does she say and... crispy in milk? That's all I want to know. I don't know if you I've want never to be crispy per se. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's funny how you brought up, but... like, the whole thing, you know, we're not listening to the same music as our parents. Um, I mean, most of the stuff I listen to is the same stuff that I listened to then. Um... I just I just find it funny cause, you know when you when you said that is that uh, a couple weeks ago I I bought a, a Sinatra CD um, you know because my daughter's really into Michael Bublé and if you haven't listened to any of his stuff I highly recommend it but you know I'm rocking out to Sinatra on on the way up here and it's stop and go traffic through San Rafael and I just I got it cranked I got the window down I got the cigarette hanging out the window and this lady and her husband were driving next to me today and they had their window down a little bit and I'm just you know we're on a string just cranking and I'm just into it and she rolls down her window and looks at me and motions for me to turn it down and asks me what album of Frank's I was listening to and I just happened to have the case right there and I just flipped up and, and her and her husband just kind of gave me a little golf clap I mean, they were just really happy to see that, and I, I wouldn't have been, you know, introduced to it if it was something that, you know, my grandparents weren't listening to, or my mother or my father, um, you know, so I mean, there are things that we kind of carried around with us throughout life, and then kind of set them off to the side and then pick them back up, and it's it's funny what we end up picking back up later in our lives, and thinking, you know, it's cheesy or nostalgic or, or whatever, but... You know, we wouldn't be carrying a flame for something if it didn't mean anything to us. And it obviously strikes a chord if it's something that you, you set away for a while and then bring back. So, I mean, I just think it was, it was actually kind of cool how you, you brought that up. Well, I think that my mom had a huge influence on me on music, uh, if nothing else, than for the fact that, what, oh, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yes! It's Aaron's shirt. Um, but that's 90s. 
Um, Does it have bumps in it? Probably, but those could be mine. When wow. when I was a kid, my mom listened to country music, listened to country stations. Uh, oh, we I'm had so friends sorry. who worked at the local country station in Detroit. Um, so I, I went and we would visit them. And, yeah, <laughs> we had tons of country stations. We still, it's Michigan, all right, and especially Taylor. Um, no, that's true. I was and on the radio a couple river. times talking to either Dave Williams or Uncle Dino. And Did you live like in a that. van down by the river? Close. So, but what what happened when I started to kind of branch off into my own stuff, especially um, was the influence of Olivia Newton-John. Yes! Um, but my mom had Olivia Newton-John albums, it's just that they weren't Greeks. Which you is have what Olivia Newton-John albums. Oh, I have tons of them now. But You're welcome. At that point, thank you. Uh, at that point in time... <laughs> My mom had the country albums of Louie and John that she did before nice. she started doing pop stuff. So the Clearly Love and things like that. So I listened to those a lot. But when I found out about Greece, I got that. When I found out about Xanadu, I've worn out Xanadu every medium ever made. I mean, I've worn out Xanadu on 8-track, on album, on cassette, on CD. You know, I've, I've played that thing out. I've had to replace several of those over and over again. I've had to replace the videotapes a couple of times. I had it on Betamax recorded off of the TV. And I had it on VHS. Ooh, and I, I got it on DVD a couple of times. I know another great 80s movie. What? Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates. Yeah. Yes. That was an awesome 80s movie. Now it's, it's Robert Urich. Ice Pirates is one of those movies that would probably never be made today. Oh, because no. it's, I don't so, know it's so... But wrong. it's so bizarre. It's just... It, there was no coherency to it at all. It's, it's it campy, was just this, but it's awesome. It, <laughs> that's the thing, is we can appreciate the awesomeness, but studios today would never greenlight anything like that. Never. It would Robert not Eric. happen. Yeah, it is. That was pre-Spencer. Um, God, but... Spencer for hire. But look at some of the movies that came out at that point in time and just realize, that, yeah, that today it wouldn't have happened. Purple Rain Purple. would never get made today. Purple Rain I could see getting made today. Do you know why? No. Because the Spice Girls had a movie. The Spice Girls had a movie. You're comparing Spice World to Purple I'm saying Rain. that if you have a band and music that's selling that much, yeah, they'll take that person and give them a film. From Justin to Kelly. That oh, would, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, it was. I watched it. I, I've seen bits of it, and that was about as much as I wanted I to was see. hoping for a Grease flashback, because, you know, Kelly Clarkson, woo. Okay, so... Nothing. Television of the 80s. I'm going to tell you right off the bat that when it comes to 80s television, it's about one show and one show only. Magnum P.I.? No. You can't do that on television. television. Oh, yes. Which I never watched. Okay, then you can go to hell. You can go to hell because you don't know who Moose is, and therefore you are dead to me. Alanis Morissette started (laughs) on that show. Alistair, Kevin. All right. Cagney and Lacey. Kate and Allie. Kate and Allie, which I've been watching lately. Yeah, it's all I was watching it earlier. I love Kate now. Wasn't that when Hill Street Blues started too? Hill Street yes. Blues was Blues. awesome. Magnum P.I. Hill Street Blues I can't stand the show now, but man, in the and 80s when I was a kid, uh, I just thought Magnum P.I. was like the coolest. Oh, yes. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Wow, you almost sound like you needed a moment by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I might need a moment by myself. Actually, Corky kind of sound like it too, but... <laughs> wow, if they're both having moments together, just don't cross the streams. Yeah. <laughs> Mine? Here with the bug eyes. <laughs> 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 
Here, Chris, hold this up as a target. So when you, you cross the, the stream, it's no longer the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man anymore, is it? It's some other kind of gooey mess. Um, wow, okay, back to TV <laughs> it smells shows. Smells like burnt dog hair. Ooh, back to TV shows. Is that another Mariah reference? MacGyver. Mm. By far my favorite. I mean, 18? I have that whole list of adolescent boy Anything by things. Stephen J. Canal, I was a, I was a fan 18? of. A-Team. Yep. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Riptide, we went, I was big on it. Riptide, which gets definitely low I love. Remember, I remember I went Riptide. to Universal Studios after Knight Rider came out when they had Kit, oh, and nice. you got to climb in, and the person in the booth like asked your name and like asked your parents your name, and by the time you got to the car, they had it like programmed in, and the, the Kit car would talk to you. Oh, that's huge! Hey, Cisco, we have a mission. Let's go, and you would like pretend to drive the Kit car. What's yeah. Other it not awesome. not so great, but still very eighties. Give me a break. Give me a break where Joey Lawrence had a start. Was that the uh, singing cop show? No, give me a break. No, not give me. No, was the singing cop show in Cop there? Rock? Cop, cop rock. rock was definitely. That was in there. But that was probably late 80s. Probably. I don't know. This isn't listing everything from the 80s, but. Um, I was big on Greatest American Hero in the 80s. Yes. Absolutely. One of my favorite shows. Oh, Buck yeah. Rogers. I really like. I still you know, love I Greatest Buck, American Buck, Hero. I, I like Buck Rogers Black for Tweaky and Wilma Deering. Yeah. I have to go with HR Puff and stuff. Which too. means if you're following Wilma Deering. You, you take her and you go over to Silver Spoons. Which is on yes. this list, definitely. Alfonso Rivera. Jason Bateman started on Silver Spoons and yes. was the greatest character and left the show and did a show called It's Your Move with a guy who played Steve from Married with Children. And that was one of my favorite shows and one of the characters that I modeled myself the most after in the 80s. Jason Bateman ruled and rules to this day. So now... This must have been either late 80s or maybe it was just early 90s. Would have been then Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Parker Lewis was still 80s um, yeah, back when 89. Fox first came out. Although the very first show that I watched on Fox was Saint The Elf. Adventures of Beans Baxter. Yes. Which had one of the kids from the original Charles in Charge series. And yeah. I liked that show a lot. My mom and I watched that. Fraggle Rock's listed on there too. Yeah, Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Rock! Fraggle Rock was so cool. How about the Doozers? Gotta love Fraggles. Oh, so... Doozers. HR Puff and Stuff. Boober. Okay, I know you know the name. Trash Heap. Yes. Uh, guy and the kid with the watch that sent him through time fixing... The Voyagers. The Voyagers. Okay. Yeah. That was 80s, right? Yeah, and I think that just came out on DVD. Quantum Leap? Not Quantum No, Voyagers was... And well, it's one of that... the characters that I, I, if I ever did fan fiction, it would be like um, Jack Sparrow and um, the guy that Val Kilmer played in Willow. Med um, and the guy from Voyagers, I think they'd be awesome. And Porthos from uh, Disney's Three Musketeers, yeah, because those were just the just awesome charismatic characters, just all swashbuckling and everything. The guy from Voyagers, you feel great. Dancing, yeah? I think he's the brother of somebody. <laughs> I think we're the guy from Voyagers up. is um, the brother of Soleil Moon Fry. I want to oh. say that. Punky I think Brewster. I saw something recently. Yeah, and Punky Brewster. Total 80s. Total 80s. Love Punky Brewster. So modeled myself <laughs> after... <laughs> so modeled myself after Sully Moon Fry. So give it to the mismatching shoes. <laughs> so that's that's something. Who did you model yourself after in the 80s? If you had the opportunity... Like, if, if money was no object, you know, and you could just, like, say, this is the person that okay. I want to be, in the 80s, who was it, it that you wanted to be? It was really easy for me, because... I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was. Uh, and be careful, you're saying '80s, not '90s. Okay. Maybe it was because it was one of those things that it was 
it was an easy transition for me to compare to, but I, I would have to say Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, who but, did some of the greatest movies. Because I mean, you know, I mean, he not only did he do great films, but he great he did great shows. Uh, he's done some great voiceover work. Mm. Um, you know, but I mean, it's like you know how he how he was portrayed in you know Teen Wolf, you know Back to the Future. You know, he was basically you oh, know the guy that, that I watched Family Ties religiously back in the eighties. Yep. That was one of the second. I, I think it was the second time I ever really noticed Tom Hanks. It was a first time I ever noticed Gina Davis. That's right. Tom Hanks was on there as the brother with the drinking problem. Yep, yes. who drank a bottle of vanilla extract just for the alcohol content. You know, I have a true life story like that, but I'll <laughs> save that for when we roll Tommy story. story. So I mean, it it was it was somebody I could relate to because you know the characters in, you know Back to the Future and um, Teen Wolf. You know he was the guy that was always looked over. You know that people just you know kind of like you know walked by and didn't think anything of. You know and he was you know average or just below average as far as his status. You know, and that was something I related to, but, you know, to me, he, he stood out. You know, he stood above all of that, you know, and that's that's where it's like I wanted to take a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say so much as mannerisms, but just like behaviors and, you know, how he kind of played things off, you know, and didn't let things really get to him, you know, and that's that's what it was. And, you know, then, it's you know, you had Alex B. Keaton, you know, where it was just the opposite of that, you know, and... That's where I kind of bring in my whole thing where you jest with me all the time that I'm the overachiever, and that's exactly where he was, is that, you know, he did everything above and beyond, and then some, and always did it rather well. Which and, led to the very special episode where he had a drug problem. You know, but that's... Very special episode. Mm-hmm. When we change the categories, we put in very special episodes. That is a very the, good... <laughs> Then we could talk about the Saved by the Bell, where she took yep. the speed. And, Very know. Special Blossom was like almost a weekly event. <laughs> but I think count. that's that's who I would have to sum it up as. Which is funny, because from Family Ties, I definitely related more to Skippy. See, and I don't remember... <laughs> you know the guy who crushed on... Uh, yeah, not the guy. Yeah, comic. just... No, not. But Evil twin. He was actually a comedian in real life. Outside of the show, but Skippy. Was I don't like, necessarily remember wanting to be like anyone in particular in the '80s, except for Murdoch. From Murdoch from was the A team. Was my A team member too, and I probably am too much like Murdoch, which I don't want to really think about in depth. In the '80s, other than like, like I said, Jason Bateman um, on uh, "It's Your Move" was probably a very good one. Honestly, especially in like my teen years and high school and stuff, the person I wanted to dress like, the person I want to look like, the person I want to be, totally John Cusack. And that relates to pretty much anything that he was in. Even the nerdy guy in 16 Candles, I wanted to be John Cusack. Yeah. But w- when he started doing stuff on his own, <clears throat> Freeloid Dobbler, um, like the sure thing and stuff, the way that he dressed, the way that he had the. The sleeves oh, yeah. rolled up on his blazer and stuff, and he just, he never came across as a winner. You know, not totally, but he was the guy that you could really root for, sort of the underdog guy. Um, one Crazy Summer, anything he did. Like, good. Yeah, he, and a lot of stuff had to do with him doing He was definitely an 80s movies guy, too. I mean, he did a lot of good stuff in the 80s. Not that he hasn't done good stuff since. And that's the thing, is like, to this day, John Cusack does movies where I completely relate to him. You know, when it, the... Serial killer. Well, yeah, 
Gross Point Blank was Point basically Blank. my hometown, and if I went back to my high school reunion, I'd want to kill some people. Um, I really do enjoy that movie. And in, uh, what was the, the movie where blooded. he ran the record shop? I can't High remember. Fidelity? High Fidelity. Excellent movie, especially because that was right after the breakup I had with Melinda and stuff. And that one was very strange for me. Oh, that totally worked for me. It just it made perfect sense to me, that character. And the fact that he's writing films, you know, those caliber. He's, he's making those movies himself. That guy speaks to me probably more than anybody else in Hollywood, aside from Kevin Smith. You know, I think that, that he really does. He's like, wow, if I could be John Cusack, what I'd do with yeah. that. Yeah, totally. It's all about Lloyd Dobler. Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. He's somebody <coughs> else, of course, because, yeah. Except for the fact that he wanted to be a kickboxer, that really didn't work for me. <laughs> but it, it's all about John Cusack. Let's see what else can we think of? Oh, the other person that I wanted to be, but only from one movie, was um, Wyatt in Weird Science. Well, there's a movie we didn't. That was another really good 80s movie. Well, that was when. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall went from being the, the Sixteen dork. Candles Breakfast Club guy to he was still supposed to be a geek in that, but it was like kind Anthony of a Michael Hall geek. seems like he could have some play, and that was probably right before he did the season of Saturday Night Live with uh, Robert Downey Jr., where they were both coked out of their minds and had Madonna host the first episode, and that's the season of Saturday Night Live that most people try to forget ever happened. Yeah, I think that's the season Pee Wee Herman did an episode too. Yes, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. That's right. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Definitely an '80s icon. First Tim Burton movie. Smurfs. Probably. Smurfs. No, Smurfs. Yeah. Now, movie. now we moved on to cartoons. Cartoons from the '80s. Cartoons from the '80s. Scooby Doo. Voltron. I know Scooby Doo didn't start in the '80s, but it ran through the '80s. And it it still runs now. It's Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, but it's not the same Scooby Doo. Well, Scooby Doo no. from the '80s was when he started the doing Transformers. All wasn't Transformers is probably the quintessential 80s cartoon. Thundercats. Thundercats. Silverhawks. Silverhawks, yes, yeah. which I liked. I I can't watch Thundercats now as much as I loved the show as a kid. I bought it the did. first season and I was really like, yeah, and I'm like watching, I'm going, it doesn't stand the test of time. Well, as soon as they hit the episode, which is very early on with the, the robotic bears... I lose it. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. Well, why can't? Why couldn't they just release, you know, a great show like, you know, like Silverhawks instead? You know, Silverhawks was not a great show either. No. As much as we love it now, I guarantee you, if you watch it, especially when you see that country bumpkin guy driving around and playing, yeah, playing the guitar and shooting people with it, like Anthem, just you will go, (laughs) oh, why did I ever watch this as a kid? You know, I did. I did rush down to uh, again. Won't mention my my star. Um, the the day that the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was released on the DVD, I rushed down to my my local retailer to to buy that. Um, oh yeah, I love the fact that you know Julian and Madison at eight and five are like, can we watch the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? But it was cool because I mean it came out on a Tuesday and I'm off every Monday and Tuesday, um, and I was feeling a little under the weather that day, but I I drove and I picked it up and I came back and I ended up getting rather ill so I missed a couple of days of work but it was cool because I had my D&D cartoon and I watched everything in, in one sitting so I get to sit there and watch one of my favorite cartoons that I could ever watch and I'll watch this stuff again and again and again yeah I, I watch it now and strangely enough as as I know the it's just as cool as the quality is not fantastic it. it's still it, it stands up 
It's one of the few 80s shows that stands up really well. Yeah. Wonder Woman. But you know who was part of that was uh, Paul Dini. Yeah. Robotech. Robotech. See, I but didn't no. really watch Robotech where I was from. And I can tell you one thing. When I did try to watch an episode of Robotech, I got really weirded out by the fact that some really hot woman chick on there had the voice of a guy. <laughs> Well, it is kind of dubbed, so... Yeah. yeah, I know, but I was just like, that's a dude! That's totally a dude! It's a chick. <laughs> it wasn't a chick See, at the all. the thing that I'm still missing, I mean, there's a few things, the 80s-wise, that I vaguely remember but can't quite put my finger on what they were, because there was Fox or Channel 2 or whatever it was at the time. Yeah, I don't know if it was called Fox It wasn't Fox yet. It was pre-Fox, but they had Saturday Wait, morning was their cartoon through. time. Right. Where they were doing Ultraman, mm-hmm. they were doing that whole series. Johnny Sacco. I think you're talking Johnny about Sacco like, and the Giant Robot. You're talking about UHF stations, probably not even. Yeah. No, it's Channel 2. It's KQED. Okay. Because okay. when we had it, it, it was, was on like Channel 50, yeah. Channel 20. For us, it was Channel. It was KQED in the morning. Yeah, wow. it was good stuff. But the one that I always remember was the one where the kid had the whistle, and if he he called a family of robot rockets. And there was like a, a father, a wife, and a son, and they were each Fire a different color. It was, was like a gold, a silver, or was this and like a, a Johnny Sacco type of thing. Was this live action? Same kind of the Johnny Sacco type thing. But it was live action then? Yeah, it ran at the same I mean, it was like right after that. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, one. I don't remember that. He'd one. whistle a different whistle on there or something. See, I remember Johnny Sacco and Ultraman from actually the 70s, from when I was in yeah. nursery school. And we watched it there when we watched like the Batman uh, TV series and things like that. So um, let's clarify. Nursery Mighty school Mouse covers what age range for you? Nursery school. Well, the, the school that I was in until you stopped sucking on the teeth. Until I was uh, in fifth grade, I transferred over when I was in fifth so grade. So was it like an school. elementary school? Well, it started out pre-kindergarten. I was there from a couple years up before kindergarten up through fourth grade. Okay. Um, and it went up to fifth grade. I think fifth grade is where it stopped, and I didn't get to stay for my last year of fifth grade. I was just confused because yeah, I just call I'm it a California girl, and to yeah. me, nursery school is what about, you know, before what about uh, G Force or better known as Battle, Battle for the Planets? Or Never Gotcha watched as a kid. Oh my god! But that's still that's more seventies. You know what stands still out for awesome, me though. as like eighties cartoon? Going back to Scooby Doo, you know, being being a country kid, I had to walk a really long way to get to the school bus in the morning. The Great Pumpkin and. No, Scooby Doo came on at like six forty-five. It was an odd time. It wasn't like six thirty or seven. It was like between six thirty and seven because the um yeah because the uh, Baker's Christian Gospel oh. Hour was before that, and they would always run over. And so yeah. Scooby Doo started at an off time. Scheduling be damned. We're talking about Christ. Exactly. But I always remember that Scooby-Doo started at like 6.45 and I had to leave at 7.30 to go catch the bus. So I always missed the last 15 minutes of Scooby-Doo. So I never knew who had done it or how it got resolved. You thought they were all really ghosts. I thought they were all really ghosts. (laughs) And then when Julian started watching Scooby-Doo when he was younger and I would sit and watch Scooby-Doo with him and I was like, Oh my god, this is like all new to me. I've never seen this part. I didn't know it was old Farmer Thomas the whole time. Well, no, I mean, oh, as that, an adult, obviously, I knew that, that there was a conclusion to Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's like, I didn't know any of this. No, I mean, I knew it, but it was like, 
I had never actually seen the last 20 minutes of any of the Scooby-Doo episodes. The 80s is when I started to really discern between a quality cartoon and a crap cartoon. Like, I would watch Transformers anytime I'd get it to tune in on my TV. I would love Transformers. I would piss all over GoBots. Fuck those things. Those things were cheap knockoff toys. It was a cheap knockoff cartoon. The robots blinked their eyes. What the hell is that about? They didn't I really just... transform very much either. They didn't like either. It the car like... lifted up and it was like little arms just kind of stuck out the side. I admit that Psykill was a cool name. Yes. But Snorks. other than that, Snorks. Oh, yeah. There's oh, another like oh, quality like, ripoff. I'm sorry. Don't put your anus on the top of your head and <laughs> be a Smurf knockoff. I don't think that's Smurf right. knockoff. Um... Okay. They had the Ghostbusters cartoon from Filmation, which was two guys riding around in a buggy with the gorilla. Right. Versus the real Ghostbusters, which is based off of the uh, the movies. Well, yeah, Pee Wee and Johan. Johan and Pee Wee was like that was the episodes of the Smurfs I would actually watch because I was just like as as weird as they were, it was at least some sort of an adventure thing. Gummy bears. I'm not looking at the Smurfs all the time. Gummy bears was the show. Gummy Bears was really. I was always and that was the down, first Disney cartoon. I was always down to find that have. that vial of, of like that potion. Gummy so Bear I could juice. Go ahead and kick ass for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah some people call that crack. Um. <laughs> and Disney cartoons. Now, Erin was saying to me that she never watched Disney cartoons as a kid because her dad watched the Warner Brothers stuff, and I'm like, well, I don't remember a lot of Disney cartoons. I thought you said Porno Brothers stuff. I was like, wow. Yeah. I don't remember Disney cartoons <laughs> really being aired it, a lot. Like. When when the Disney Channel came out, which I didn't even have that for a long time, but when it came out, that's when you start Kids to see... Kids Incorporated. Like, yeah, Kids Incorporated. I was watching... Well, there you Fergie. go. Fergie. There's your Fergie. Yep. Um, Fergie started on Kids Incorporated. But you didn't see a lot of Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck cartoons on TV as a kid. You saw Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner every week on ABC. Um, so you, you got more exposure to those characters than you got. Well, you had to watch Masterpiece Theater on Sunday night to get the, the Disney stuff. Yeah. yeah. But when and they came out with was Gummy Bill Bears Burton? and they followed it up with um, DuckTales, Chippendale Chip Rescue Rangers, Chip Rex Rangers that was awesome. Darkwing Duck, those were genius. Those, those were on were regular awesome channels, shows. too. Yeah, and those, those were on regular channels. They played them on ABC before they put them onto the, the Disney Channel as follow ups. But yeah, those were great and shows, and those were some really high quality shows. On kids' shows, I have to say, Nickelodeon, Double Dare. Double Dare. I love Double Mark Dare. Summers. I wanted to be on Double Dare so Mark bad. Summers, who has such an issue with things being dirty on a show where kids get just corroded with slime and I go through slop. And, here, land in this uh, putrid bowl of I SpaghettiOs not, and you know, try that, to grab a flag. I would say that's one of the few good things that came out of my parents splitting up, is that my dad moved into town and like this whole new world of cable opened up and I was like oh my god there are like more than eight channels on this television it goes to like 37 on a little magic box and, and we four get... of those weren't snow right I was like Nickelodeon is like a kids channel who created this Danger oh Mouse god. Danger Mouse I didn't watch a lot of the Nickelodeon cartoons it's all about Danger Mouse which is weird I didn't watch any Nickelodeon cartoons until you were growing up no until they switched over like Brian Stimpy and stuff and uh, Rugrats. We're past an hour now. What? We're still talking. We are, but I'm trying to go past an hour. We can just um, Now I'm blanking. Thank you very much. Yep. I'm here to kill the <laughs> I'm the buzz kill of the group, aren't I? 
So, well, we just covered like four categories that we would normally roll. We covered cartoons, we covered movies, we've covered music to a certain degree, we've covered television. Although we did forget to put the cure in there and push mode. No, we didn't forget. We just purposely. Oh, <laughs> some of us. Well, you got, you got, listen to the cure. Let, let's talk about that for mode. a second. Did you ever go through a phase where you dressed up like? The Cure, like nope. I will admit to parachute pants, I will admit to Don Johnson, I will admit to my Haitian burnout days, but I never dressed up like I was in The Cure. Nope, me neither. I had my leather bracelet with the spikes on it because it was so rock and roll or heavy metal at the time, but never any Cure. Or I will say some of the the spiky hair skater kids that I knew in the later years of high school and stuff were actually some of the coolest people that I knew. In high school, personally, like they were really great people, and probably the least judgmental out of anybody. Which is kind of, as as years went by, um, and as I, I started to grow up and stuff, these are the people that had it nailed first, where they were so much less judgmental, and it was less about what you looked like and more about who you are, and that was unheard of from anybody else in high school. And when I was in high school, it was all about cliques, and you had to fit into a certain group a certain way. And it wasn't until someone made the discovery of calling me a gel, which was just like, well, you're kind of gelling with whoever you're hanging out with, so it doesn't really matter. You're, you're cool to us. You were gelling? But <laughs> way before that. Um, but that was, that was kind of a nice target. thing. It was like you can just kind of fit in with anybody, and that's, that's such like an escape from block? what high school really made you feel like. In high school, you felt like <coughs> shit if you weren't around <coughs> your one small group of peers. Because everybody made you feel like you weren't important or included, or that you were choking on dick over in the corner. Um, Corky's gonna need the hind lick maneuver. The hind quick bent over. <laughs> oh, I just like drink water really fast and get that last sip. I can do the hind lick. Did not go down right. But I mean, these days with the the internet the way that it is, and with, I mean, it really does go well and beyond as far as. There's so many different kinds of people. Uh, granted, emo has become the huge thing of late. Um, well, I'm probably out of it. But still, it, you kind of get that idea of uh, a lot of emos around. The emo kids are cute, though. But it's not... It, it seems like it can't be as bad as what it was when we were in high school. But I guarantee you, anytime you talk to somebody who's into high school now, they're like, no, it's worse. It's a lot worse. You know, everybody's way more evil than it ever was. And I just... I can't really see it. I can't understand because, like, especially in the 80s, anything that was at all different was a huge, just, uh, we're going to make fun of you, or... Yeah, but in the 80s, it was like, we're going to make fun of you. Now it's like, I'm going to stab you. There was a certain or degree of that. No, even, I, maybe no. where you were at, but That's not true. around here. It wasn't from the greatest I would say area. even I worse know, I mean, than that... Now it's, I'm going to take a video of you on my camera phone and post it to YouTube. Probably, you know, that it was, happened to me it was bad. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> when we were yeah, kids in, like, ju in junior high and high school and whatnot, it was like, oh, wow, the clique at the high school doesn't like me and they're going to badmouth me to the under other hundred people who go to school with me. Oh, what will I do? Now it's like... I'm going to take a video of you and post it on YouTube and everyone in every country on the planet is going to see how dorky you are and hate you. Eh. 
I know, I mean... Only if you go to YouTube and notice. If you look at the people <laughs> of what they post themselves on YouTube... No, I know. It's kind of hard to say that you're the one who's going to stand out. Totally, yeah. I mean, when I, when I was in junior high, I mean... Every, every day, literally, every day after lunch, I would get thrown into a 55-gallon garbage can. And, Never had that happen to me. You know, I was oh. picked on... Uh, the guy that I got stuck sitting next to in my history class uh, stabbed me with a pencil once. <laughs> I you stabbed know, somebody with a pencil and, once. And this was... Th these were the same people that used to throw me in a garbage can just because they could. Like never-ending story in the garbage can? Yeah, like full-on, like after lunch, like throw me in and I would like... I, I just got used to the idea of bringing a change of clothes to school. Yeah, that was Larry. And Larry you know, was, was short and Larry got... Put in garbage cans or got swirlies or yeah. Well, I never had anything like that. Oh, but, I swirled I mean, people. But they loved Larry when it came to the the competition week between the the seniors and the other uh, years in the classes and stuff like that. And Larry would always win the big wheel race going around the gym. It was like, oh, we like Larry now. And Larry was also cool because Larry could break dance. I I was a vicious junior high like fifth, sixth, seventh grade because I was How I was like. Massive, massive yeah. tomboy. And, you know, just, I mean, I skateboarded, I skated, I biked, I roller derbied, I played rugby. <laughs> I mean, I played two touch. I, I really didn't hang out with girls. And I bet you I really none of us didn't. did any of those things. Nope. No, but the I boys. I hung out with girls. The, yeah, no, we actually the played. boys that I went to school with were, were like rough and tumble. You know, they lived out in Kaz and they were like. Sawmill kids and you know they, they well, were we, like burly we played, kids, we but football on the street. Somewhere around fifth grade, it started to become evident that I actually was a girl, and therefore really? I really we shipped shouldn't. them off. Yeah, I I don't know what finally tipped them off. It was all the head that she wasn't giving, and all the guys were. No, uh. <laughs> no, but anyway, she was talking about loggers, right? Yeah. Somewhere around fifth grade, you know, it kind of like. Oh my gosh, Cisco's not one of the guys. Yeah. Just and one of the guys. And then I just had to start like defending myself, and you know they would pick on me, and I was like, okay, you know what? That's it. Let's go. And I used to drag boys into the girls' bathroom and flush their heads down toilets, and just bring it on. Go ahead, make fun of me. See, I just I got pent up aggression, beat up on some in high school. I beat up on other people some in high school. I, I don't really. I knocked a girl out in high school. Well, I tore a guy's nipple ring. But one thing I, I was going to say... I didn't high school with anybody who had a nipple ring, so... That was just plain me. I didn't for very long. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say when we said break-in. And break-in to Electric Boogaloo. It was on your awesome. Awesome. Chick from break-in was in Ninja 3 The Domination. Yes. With Shokasugi. Which just reminded me a big thing in the 80s was ninjas. Huge in the 80s Like from the beginning to the end It was like Ninjas were in tons of stuff And it was just like Any movie you had Oh let's throw on some ninjas here. And like American Ninja The whole series Did we miss Big Trouble in Little, Little China? China? We totally missed Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> How did we do that? <laughs> I hate you <laughs> See I think that There was so much stuff That happened in the 80s That yeah again You will not see this stuff happen now Although on the other hand the big Escape from New York movie coming out right now is a movie about dragons invading New York. 
So is that what that is? Yeah, that's yes. Soul of Dragons Invading New York. Maybe not New York. No, is that, is that an Al Qaeda reference? I, no, I think it's a Roger Corman reference. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, never say never. I guess Halloween just got re-released. Maybe eventually we'll see a remake of uh, Goonies. Nightmare on Elm Street. Lost Boys Part Two yeah, is coming out. Yes, we did talk about Lost Boys. So yeah. Yeah. We have uh, so we have room for more '80s stuff. Okay, next. so Definitely if we re-roll the '80s, we can go. We it's can one of those it. ones that we probably could do again. Yes, we can do the '80s again. I just think that we have to uh, at least pick a ten-year period and go with that. But I guess we can't choose '70s if this goes hanging out. I remember diapers. Uh, hey, I... I remember breast milk. <laughs> Chris is also could be the nineties. I don't know. <laughs> no, that'd be the you end of what? the nineties. Yeah, I think I'm we're called for. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a lot of the eighties, a lot more than I would have given a credit for. Yeah. Wow. You just in. you just bring up the nursing because it's the first time you've actually seen what they're actually supposed to be used for. I was breastfed, and you remember it? Uh, Did you nurse till you were six? I remember trying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was that on your own mom or something else? <laughs> we just Mom's stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted's was the '80s. Yes, it was. So yeah, there's a lot. We there's could do this for another two hours, probably. If we seriously, we could take up the entire. So we should probably just call it quits. I think we're we done. Our spew of the night now. I didn't lose any liquid again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's your problem. You could use losing a little liquid. You and Cisco almost lost liquid talking about Johnny Depp, so... <laughs> that was a different. little... That was tricky there. liquid! So, uh, I think we're done on this one. Yeah. So we, we've definitely got an hour and almost 15 minutes now. So, we're going to go with the standard sign-off like we... Uh, thank you for listening. If anyone else is listening to this, go to our website, thed20.net. Feel free to criticize. We know. Send us comments. Send us comments. Send us uh, suggestions. suggestions for topics. It, or send us, us your more. 80s memories. Let us know what you remember and are embarrassed about. And yeah, secret band love. Secret man love? <laughs> no, secret band love. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Corey would talk about that for like an hour. <laughs> no, that will be... I hold no that's secrets. That's story time. That will be <laughs> Tell if me Corey a story. rolls a natural 20 we should talk about secret <laughs> man love. Okay, so on that note... <laughs> thank you, Dixie Cup. Yeah, thank you, Dixie Cup. This is Chris. <laughs> Porky. Let's go. And me. And we're all signing off. Back. Back.